Only the young can build tomorrow. Hello, and welcome to Listen Well, a Lovewell podcast. The Lovewell Institute for the Creative Arts is an arts education not-for-profit where students from around the world have been conceiving, writing, and performing original full-length musicals since 1989. Tonight, it's a special bonus Lovewell Embedded episode. Lovewell Embedded is a series where we take you behind the scenes on opening day of a Lovewell project. This bonus episode is all about the ninth annual Lovewell Alumni Songbook Concert held in Fort Lauderdale, Florida on January 6th, 2018. Let's pull back the curtain and listen in. The annual Lovewell Songbook Concert began back in January 2010 as new works for the new year. The original concert gathered alumni and current student artists to celebrate the release of the first ever Lovewell Songbook, a collected volume of original Lovewell songs from various shows throughout the years. The first songbook was an actual book of sheet music, as well as a professionally recorded album that is available to listen to on iTunes and Spotify. Over the years, the concert has grown and taken many forms. We've even released a second volume of the Lovewell Songbook, featuring new sheet music as well as new recordings of songs that are available wherever you stream your music. And regardless of the year, or if it's a songbook concert in Florida or in Sweden, the goal remains the same. Gather the Lovewell community together for a celebration of all the original work created in the previous year. This year, we had nearly 90 participants in the songbook concert, our largest turnout ever. There were students from nearly all 15 of the Lovewell productions from around the world in 2017, including students and staff from Florida, Ohio, New York, Kansas, Canada, Massachusetts, North Carolina, California, Sweden, and more. Rehearsal began on January 4th, with students and staff having the opportunity to perform in fully staged versions of any of the songs they wished. It's a wonderful experience to see teen students from Sweden learning the choreography to a junior show from Florida. This intermingling and having the opportunity to perform in a song students admired from afar is just one of the many reasons this is such a special event for the Lovewell community. Let's turn things over to our reporter in the field, Lovewell intern Nathan Vogel, for an on-site interview. Hello, this is Nathan behind the scenes at Lovewell Songbook 2018. We are joined here by a very special guest, Kiara Negroni. Martinez. Mar- I forgot the Martinez. <laughs> Martinez. I'm gonna and uh, Brian, Brian left. Yeah, I can, I can. Brian Brandt is also here. Be, yeah. He's here. Um, but, but unfortunately these questions are mostly for Kiara Brian. So Kiara, you are wearing the shirt from the show that you were in this past summer for all the viewers at home who actually aren't viewers because they can't yeah. see because it's a podcast. What was that show? What was the show? Uh, so the show was under 18th Street. To be quite honest, this was the only shirt that um, I had clean in my house, so that is why I'm wearing it. Um, that may be true or not, whatever you want to believe. But the show, um, it's called Under 18th Street. Uh, it was about 
oh, a lot of things. It was about uh, this woman who had passed away who had created this space for artists to uh, make their art and express themselves underground so nobody was able to see it. And the woman that had um, established a place had passed away and her daughter um, had gotten a letter from her mother wanting to inherit the space and she didn't know what it was. Um, and it's just a lot of conflict between these artists wanting the, the space to be um, concealed by only them. They don't want to show share it with the world. And these businessmen um, or people, businessmen and women, uh, try to um, expose the space um, in a way that they think is okay, but the artists are, you know, like not agreeing with it. And it's just a, it's a really great story about coming to terms with who we are as artists and um, what we, like, why we want to share things with the world and why we don't want to share things with the world. And if we're afraid to um, be seen in a light that's not what we want to be seen in. And um, in the end, everything turns out okay because the whole world is your space. Wow, what a, what a great spin-off right there. It's been a while since that show has been put up, but um, yeah, I'm glad I got that out. Yeah, very nice. Um, and you played, who did you play in the show? I played a character named Kelly. My, my character's name was Kelly, and I was um, a band member. So they're in this group of artists, this, um, this band came back because they had separated um, for a long time. So they came back to pay tribute to the space, and I was one of those band members. Wow, and a show, a song in this show, excuse me, a song in this show, oh, songbook, uh, Unbreakable, was one of the two songs in Under 18th Street that was, I mean, mainly written and performed by the band. How does it feel to have the song you helped write in the biggest <laughs> Lovewell event of the year? feels great. It feels great to... Not only bring it back, like that song is is a like it's a jam, um, but it it feels really good and it's like it's a really feel good song and I feel like everybody really likes it. It's a really great bop, um, but it, it feels it feels good to to you know represent that song um, with with this event where every like every in the show where we could only sing it ourselves and share it amongst like the scene that we were in, whatever, but it feels good to, to share the song with everybody and have everybody like sing it with us. It's, it's great. Um, and you're off at college now at NYU. I am. You are. As someone who has done Lovewell now for so long, what? Oh, well. <laughs> I, th I think it's long. Yeah, it's long. And it's, long enough. Yeah. Long uh, enough to know. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that you learned from Lovewell or that, um, you take with you from Lovewell to college that you have, that has helped you in any way? Absolutely. And I think anybody who is doing Lovewell or has done Lovewell has done the same exact thing. Um, what I have taken away from Lovewell, big, big part of it is um, to do everything with love and to, to really go for it and to commit your time to something that is it's not only enjoyable but it's, it's so important um, I go like in college um, thank, thankfully I'm, I'm in a position where I can continue to be in a collaborative environment um, because that's what my program offers and it's fantastic um, but in in a, in a sense or in an environment where um, it's important to be a, a collaborator 
uh, Lovewell has definitely taught me how to be that collaborator. Um, I've learned how to work with people a lot better um, through Lovewell, I guess. Yeah, um, there's, there's so much to take away from just this, the experience of Lovewell. And that's to do everything with love, to, to listen, um, listen all the time. If you don't listen, then there's no point. Um, to, to believe that you can actually achieve something. Because a, a lot of times people will, people will think that they can't get something done. But, you know, you know. Everybody's got to know that eventually it will get done. But the part of the process is to actually believe that you can get it done. And um, to, to just, like, enjoy people's company. Like, the best thing about Lovewell is coming back and seeing familiar faces and, and really appreciating those people. So, like, go, moving forward, um, it's important to really, well, for me at least, to really appreciate the things that other people can do and to work with them and to always love that was a lot <laughs> no it was great great advice for life yeah thank you Kiara for taking time out of course of this the was really fun yeah thank you thank you and I look forward to seeing you in the show the students and staff that participate in the songbook concert have to learn a lot of music in a very short amount of time Let's listen in on the vocal rehearsals for a few of these songs from the original Lovewell musicals written in 2017.
Now let's go back to Nathan as he interviews some of the students who wrote Everglow in Sweden this past summer. Thank you. Okay, hello. We are back behind the scenes at Lovewell Songbook 2018. We are joined by some very special guests, some folk from Sweden and one from Colorado. All right, let's start with Colorado. Uh, what's your name? Hi, my name is Zelda. And our Swedish friends? Hi, I'm Nina. And I'm Anna. And I'm Malin. Wow, awesome to meet you guys. So, you've all done Lovewell Sweden, right? Yes. What's it like coming from Lovewell Sweden and doing, you know, some Lovewell in the States? Well, it's a lot different, I'd say, because all of the songs are in English, so I always know what's going on. <laughs> well, yeah, it's very different, and uh, I think one of the big parts is in Sweden, we stay at a campus and live there all, like through the three weeks of the workshop. And uh, here everyone goes home. At, like the, in, the, in the evening, everyone goes home back to their homes and their places. So that's quite different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you guys feel like you, you can still maintain some sort of connection with the, with the people here, even though you're not living with them? Or do you think yeah. it's... We're yeah. living with our friend, actually, from the States. Yeah, but, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah and you, you talk to new people, like, all the time, because you need to, like... I mean, you're in dance numbers and you're in song numbers with new people all the time, so, of course, you get to know new people. Like. Yeah. And it's really nice to meet the friends of our American friends that we yeah. met in Sweden. 
Yeah, they were talking about a lot of them like while we were in Lovewell, and so it was kind of cool to put like faces to names and stuff like that. And it's just been fun meeting a ton of new people. Wow, that's awesome. So, uh, Lovewell is usually only during the summer. We have workshops around the year, but um, what's, that, what's that little bit of Lovewell for you that you hold in your back pocket as you go around the rest of the year? Well, uh, I know in my theater program, I took the affirmations there. So we do the affirmations before most of our rehearsals um, when we remember to do them. But I, I just thought it was really important because it really helps me to kind of remember why I love theater. And so I, I wanted to bring that into my theater program at my high school. And all of the people, I think. I've met uh, some of my closest friend, friends at that world. So that's the biggest part. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, and uh, yeah, meet, like you said, like meeting up with people from Lovewell, maybe uh, if you have a day off and so, and uh, also like on Spotify I have some of the songs on my playlist, so I play them and then you get the big level feeling and you miss everyone and you cry and you read your, yeah. <laughs> and you read your uh, kind thoughts. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow, well thank you very much guys for taking the time out of your busy lives to talk to me, and I look forward to seeing you all in the show. Thank you. Every once in a while, in an effort to bring together the Lovewell community in new and exciting ways, we produce a music video for one of our original songs. In the past, we've seen music videos for songs like Dreams and Imagination, Stand Up, and of course, Sasquatch. This year, we produced a new music video to the tongue-in-cheek instant classic Modest Song from this past summer's Under 18th Street. Now I can't show you the music video because, well, this is a podcast, but what I can do is play the song for you. Here is Modest Song from Under 18th Street. Big palm tree. And I'm free. What? 
mansion, my diamond ring. That's right. My riches to be exact, 20 mil. Better than Steph Curry's NBA deal. My backyard is full of money trees. I have a room dedicated to my car keys. The saying and pay the price doesn't apply to me. I'm so rich, it all seems free. Ring, 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 hello, it's me. Send more paparazzi, please. Bring, bring, bring the spotlight here. When I walk in, the crowd will cheer. Bling, 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 no longer me. Natural hair and makeup free. Sing, sing, sing along with me. A morning song about me. Special thanks to Megan Negi, Jacob Jeffries, Madison Kelleher, Kimberly Sessions, and Morgan Wolf for putting that whole video together. If you'd like to see the music video, head to the Lovewell YouTube page and check it out. Now, let's get back to Nathan for a final interview with two of our Lovewell Junior students. Here we go. Hello, we are behind the scenes at Lovewell Songbook 2018. This is Nathan. Uh, and I'm joined here by two very special guests. We have Ava Scott. Hi, Ava. Hello. And Maddie Musso. Hi. Hi. So, Love Well Songbook is a sort of choose-your-own-adventure event. You get to pick what songs you're in. What was the most recent number you guys were working on? We were working on What Do We Do, which was a duet in the musical underscore. Um, and it's basically between two directors, and um, they're talking about what'll happen if they don't. Like the like, show step was based in the on. 1920s, and it was during the Great Depression. Great Depression, and our ticket sales weren't doing well, so we sang a song about what are we gonna do if they don't come to our shows, we're going to have to close our doors, and that's what the song is about, and that's what we're working on. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> and are you both reprising roles in that number, or from, from, because you were both in the show? We were. Yes. Um, so Ava was the director of the... Johnson Theater. McKinnon. McKinnon Theater, and I was the choreographer for the Johnson Theater. Um, sadly, Ariana could not be here, but she was the director of the Johnson Theater, so I'm taking in She's her... Filling in. I'm filling in her place for the duet. Very cool. Yes. Um, so you're both in school. We are. Mm -hmm. You're both in school. You live lives um, outside of Lovewell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some degree. What would you say is one part in particular of Love Well that you carry with you, whether that's one affirmation that you, you know, sticks in your head a little more than the others during the year, what would, what would you say that is for you? Um, I mean, well, okay, so my um, high school theater director is actually a part of Love Well, so we do a lot of Love Well things, and we always have the kind mindset in our minds always when we're working on theater. Um, the affirmations I always think about during the day, even if I'm just laying in my bed, I always, and um, I don't know, like, I mean, like, the songs are always in my mind, and just the kind thoughts that everyone gives in Love Well, I always think about, and they always make me happy. Very cool. Ava? Um, 
Well, we all have a, like a group chat in, um, from our show this summer, and so we all we pretty much talk every day, and so it's just nice to like still be talking to everyone when we're not in like the session. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's just fun to be able to communicate with people that we don't see on a daily because we don't go to school with them, but it's like we're still at Lovewell when we text with them, so it's fun to be in communication. Oh, that's very cool. Well, thank you guys for joining me. I look forward to seeing you in the show. Thank you. <laughs> it's hard to quantify just how special the Lovewell Songbook concert is year after year. While Lovewell is an organization that operates throughout the year, the majority of our time spent together creating with students is the summertime with beautiful days, slow drives, and great friends. To come together from around the world year after year during the coldest of months when we've been away from our friends for so long, it's like we get a little bit of our summer back. We get to tap into that joyous feeling of creating with people we love and respect. It's simply magical. The, the show is finished and it looks like they're all about to charge out. Congrats, Katie. Really, very nice. Now, we'll pass the show off to the real show you all came here for, the ninth annual Lovewell Songbook Concert. The audio isn't perfect, and we are missing the beginning of the show, but here you'll find some terrific renditions of some beautiful songs written by Lovewell students in 2017. My personal favorite things that you'll hear are our terrific songbook hosts. Sammy Hodes and Carlo Feliciani, who did a stunning job walking the audience through the evening. Enjoy the show. Within me, there is boundless creative power. I am now at this moment all that I need to be. I visualize perfection daily until I breathe it into expression. I am pure energy and awareness. All my needs will always be supplied by my understanding of creativity. I have a kind thought for everyone. May we create today in the spirit of cooperation and joy. Now, let me in silence reaffirm why I am here. And ladies and gentlemen, people who love people, people who are people, people, all the people, welcome to the ninth annual Lovewell Songbook
sands of time, a group of kids time travel back to the wild, wild west in search of an hourglass with strange magical powers. But the more they learn about the town they travel to, and the mysterious old ladies who sent them there, the more they start to question if they are working for good or evil. When the kids come face to face with the time bandits, a rebellious gang of travel, time traveling outlaws, the two groups realize they are more alike than they originally thought. After a hoedown, a kidnapping, and an accidental duel, the time bandits, adventure kids, and kooky townsfolk all work together to save the town, realize their purpose, and change the course of time. Here are two songs from Sands of Time.
you know, don't tell me this, how dare you say this, why is this happening? It was full of questions. The students are very, very aware of what's happening and, and how it affects them, especially our school community has a lot of immigrants as well as a lot of practicing Muslims. So they are very, very aware of the language that's being used um, in the country right now. Uh, both positive and discriminatory against against them. It's not really fair for you to like to um, stop people from coming to America if you don't know them, because they need safety and they don't feel accepted if you if you don't if you let them out of America. You should be really proud, and you should take what you do seriously know some of these words these these students really connected with on a personal level so I, I have to believe there's a personal element behind those uh, ideas this play is about treating each other the right way because some people didn't get to make it to America, and uh, this show is about, about convincing people to help each other. I'm so impressed with their ability to write it and stage it so fast, but more importantly, it feels so vital to what's happening in our country at this moment that I feel like the kids have really produced something that is going to make a mark on the community and be something they remember. <laughs> Thank you. 
we're listening to it right now. Isn't it so good? I mean, she's such a good singer. And dancer. And she's so modest. No, I wish we could be her backup dancers one day. You know I have weak ankles. I keep dreaming. <laughs> Speak out of time. 
We see that with friendship, collaboration, and a little song and dance, we can shine the brightest light in times of struggles. Here are two songs from Underscore.
location, an underground art space in New York City passes away. More and more people, people from its past begin to return to pay their respect to the woman and the place that started their careers. But when music executives decide to publicize the station and invite its most famous pop star alumni, Patricia Starr, for a benefit concert to raise money for the space, the local artists find their creative home invaded and changed. In the end, the modest pop star, with the help of her former bandmates, demands that all the artists perform during the concert and on the station learn that art needs to be shared with the world so that all spaces can become safe spaces. Here are two songs from an Under 18th Straight, an original musical.
wonderful. Okay. Um, yeah, so this song we wrote uh, in a basement. Just kidding. Uh, we wrote this last summer. It was a great time. Um, for anyone out there, um, I hope you all are having a horrible time. This song is called Unbreakable. Yeah. One, two, three, four.
great young girls. A woman who worked in 1917 in the radium factories of Orange, New Jersey and Ottawa, Illinois. Their work making watches for soldiers overseas was unknowingly hazardous to their health. One by one, the girls fall sick and eventually they start dying. In the face of disaster, who will stand up and take responsibility? Who will make sure that tragedy does not repeat itself? Here are two songs from Everglow.
That's the show. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Listen Well, a Level Podcast. Special thanks to tonight's reporter in the field, Nathan Vogel. We'll be back with our usual monthly Lovewell Rewind in February, and we'll have a new Lovewell Embedded episode for you in March for our yet-to-be-created musical at J.P. Terravella High School in Coral Springs, Florida. Until then, this is Tyler Grimes reminding you to listen well, create well, love well. Good night.